Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sindapadaratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and we'll get started. Today, I have toasted coconut black tea, and I have saltwater taffy from the Jersey Shore. So, let's get real. I'll be completely honest with you. I am not in the depths of despair, but I'm not in a woohoo! <laughs> kind of place this week. You know, you have those weeks where you just feel no matter what you do, you are climbing up a hill trying to push a boulder in the mud. You know, just one of those weeks. And I just kind of wanted to come on and say, first of all, life doesn't always need to be perfect for it to be good, right? You do not have to have everything going in your direction to know that God is still good and that he still loves you. So this week, I actually got a text message that kind of, you know, you have a couple text messages that really define your life. I don't know if text messages really should define your life, but I got a text message from my father. And for those of you that don't know, which is probably most of you, my parents got divorced when I was 15 years old. And my mom has never dated since then. My dad's dated once or twice. Um, but never anybody serious. And so I got a text message saying, hey, by the way, I got married yesterday. Now, I was out with my daughter. We were having a really fun um, date. Just the two of us, we went to a place called The Melting Pot, which is a fondue restaurant. And it's extremely expensive, but it was her first time. I'd been there one time before. I may never be back. To be honest with you, it's really good food, but I am too cheap. <laughs> Let's just be real. I'm just, it was, it's just, I'm just cheap. And then we went to a musical afterwards, and all this was from my husband for Mother's Day in a couple weeks. And he's just very thoughtful like that, and I appreciate him because I love a musical. And we went to Hamilton, and it was super fun. My daughter and I sat there and sang the songs all the way in the back rows, but we had a blast. Anyway, so I get this text message and I'm in the middle of the melting pot with my daughter and I just was kind of thrown back. You know, I mean, you're just kind of, it's not necessarily how you think you're going to find out that kind of information. Um, you kind of feel like maybe you have a better relationship than that or maybe you would have been involved maybe I would have met the woman before now you know uh, something simple like that when it's your father but that's not how life worked <laughs> it is not how things happened right and so I had a decision to make as I'm sitting there with my daughter um, at a fancy restaurant we're both dressed up she got her hair done um, that morning and I had a decision to make and I decided to not allow it to destroy my day and not allow it to destroy who I am just in general. You know, there are times that people say things or do things that really can affect your life in such a powerful way and you have to make decisions, right? And it does it's not easy. And it's not easy when people are not considerate and when people make bad choices that really affect you in very deep ways. But I had to make a decision right there. And 
I got up and I said, honey, I'll be right back. And I went to the restroom and I took some deep breaths and I said, Lord, I know you love me. I know you're not going to surprise me. You're not going to do things um, that are going to hurt me. You are my good, good father. And not that my father's not uh, probably a great man. He just didn't think things through um, on how maybe you text somebody what he texted me. Um, <laughs> and relationships are with his grown children are maybe a difficult thing for him. And so I'm trying to give grace where grace is due. But I really felt the peace of God fall on my life in that bathroom in the middle of downtown Minneapolis. And I went back to, and my daughter and I, um, she read the text and she was like, Mom, how are you? And I'm like, it's okay, hon, let's move on to dessert. And we sat there and chatted about the books that she's writing right now because she's got some amazing books in the works that I can hardly wait to get to when she gets them all written down. But I just kind of wanted to come on this week and I wanted to say, you know, life isn't always easy. <laughs> life can be really tough. And what happened to me, not that big of a deal compared to what's happening in my friends and family's lives as I watch um, worlds being torn apart by other people's decisions. Really, it's a minor thing that my dog, my dad got married and didn't tell me. You know, it's a minor thing. I mean, he told me a day or two later and I got I have a new I have a new stepmom that I found out her name that day. Um but it really is not that much compared to what everybody else is dealing with. But I refuse to allow comparison first of all to become a game in my life. I'm not going to compare my pain to someone else's pain and either make my pain bigger or make my pain smaller, right? That is one thing that is so easy to do. It's so easy to look at other people's pain and go, oh, you know what? Mine's not worth even worrying about compared to what they're going through. Or boy, do I have it worse than they do. I need more sympathy. So I refuse to play the comparison game. So if you're stuck in that, I'm going to ask you to just take some time and realize that it's really not helping you. It is a game that we play that you feel like is going to make you feel better, but it really doesn't. It just keeps you trapped. It keeps you either feeling worse or feeling worse. I mean, both ways you feel bad, either that your pain's not big enough to worry about and it really is painful, or that your pain is worse than everybody else's and nobody else's as <laughs> loves you as much for that or whatever. Like it just is a trap. And I just am asking you, because I have been in that trap, to take some time and give it to the Lord and to say, you know what, I'm not going to fall in the comparison trap of my pain or my joys and compare them to other people, right? I just, it it's a, it's a horrible thing to be stuck in and you just, it's where you do get stuck. And the second thing is, is I know that my God is bigger than anything I'm walking through. And that is something that I talk a lot about on here. And I'm currently walking through it right now. You know, as you walk through the emotions of what someone else has done that affects what you're going through, it is hard not to get angry and get frustrated and get bitterness and all those things seep into you and 
it feels really unfair. You know, that is something that my mom, I remember as a kid, that was the one thing she always said to me, honey, life is unfair. Just move on. You know, (laughs) really, I mean, true, completely true. Life is not fair. There is nothing fair about someone else doing something that hurts you. There is nothing that is fair, really, about looking at other people's lives and thinking they have a better life than you. Like, there is nothing fair, but God is. And I love that I had just come off of the weekend um, that I went out to New Jersey and I got to speak to a great group of women. And God showed me while I was there so many things about his faithfulness. And one of those things I wrote on my Real Life with Jenny Page I woke up in the morning and we were right on the ocean, which, I mean, come on, can life get much better for me? Not really. Um, (laughs) Because the ocean just kind of feeds my soul. Like, it just is a reminder of who God is. When I was in Sri Lanka, when my daughter was six years old, so almost 10 years ago, oh, that's so sad, I want to go back. Um, I was sitting and staying up at night and all I could hear are the waves. And I remember thinking... Just like the ocean, God never turns off. There is never a shut-off valve to the ocean. There are always crashing waves, and it's always moving. And that's just like the Lord. He is always moving and always consistently there. And there is, you know, it changes and it looks different at different times of the day. But there's always waves coming in. And so I woke up in the morning and I looked out and you could not see the waves. There was so much fog. You couldn't even like see your hand in front of your face. I mean, there was just so much fog. And I, I stood there and I felt like God was like, Jenny, is the ocean still there? And I'm like, yeah, it's still there. I can smell it. I can smell the salt, right? I can smell um, the mist of the, the ocean. I don't know if you've ever been by the ocean, but there is a smell that happens by the ocean. And then he's like, but Jenny, how else do you know that it's still there? And I'm like, I can hear it. I can hear the crashing waves still. I can't see them, but I can hear them. And God was like, how much more am I working? And you can, you can't see me, but you, and you can't hear me, but I'm still moving. And I was like, wow, that is so true. And then I got home and I felt like, you know, oh boy, now I'm really sad and maybe I'm a horrible person. Maybe I haven't been a good enough daughter. And that's probably all true. You know, I I probably, there's some blame on my end in this that I haven't, you know, done different things. And God was like, hey, Jenny, do you remember the fog? And I was like, I do. I remember the fog. And he's like, I want you to know I'm still here. I'm still moving. I'm still working. I'm still loving you. I'm still here for you. I haven't left. You just can't feel or see me right now. You just cannot feel or see me. You just need to know that I'm still here. And so whoever's walking through something right now that you feel lost and you're in the midst of a lot of fog, and maybe it's fog because of something that Um, is out of your control, maybe it's financial fog, whatever that fog is, I just want you to know that God is still moving. God is still there and he still wants to hold on to you and say, I will be your strength. I will make you brave. I will give you love. I will give you joy. I will give you peace. 
that he is still there even though all the fog of the world is surrounding you. And that's what I'm holding on to right now. I am holding on to my God is the ocean and he is still crashing on the sea every few seconds going, here I am. It's okay, Jenny. I'm still working and I still have a plan for you and I love you. No matter what your life looks like, I love you. Well, that's all I have for you this week. I just pray that as you're walking through the fog, that God's arms would wrap around you and that he would show you his love and his peace and his joy right now. You can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram, Facebook, and Be Real. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my information is there. If you need prayer this week, I ask you just to reach out. Go to ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. Find my contact information. Send me a text. Send me an email. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, or Be Real. I would love to pray for you as you're in the midst of your fog. I would love to stand beside you. Because when you're standing in a fog, sometimes you need someone else to stand there with you and say, Hey, remember, God loves you. And I would love to be that person. But if not, reach out to someone else that's close in your life that you can say, Hey, I need some prayer. I'm walking through something. You don't need to share details. Just let them pray for you and pray that God's love would surround you like the ocean can. Let his love surround you and be your strength. Have a great week.